This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hi, and welcome back to another Realistic Sustainability Educational Short. I've been told more than once that I spend way too much time talking about electricity, but I kind of feel like we need to again. Now that we're seeing news in places like Texas, where there's rolling brownouts and stresses on the electrical grid, it's time for me to preach a little bit again. I'm going to talk about what's called a microgrid, and it really is likely the future of how our electricity will be distributed. So what is a microgrid? Well, it's its own little energy grid, but instead of being daisy-chained into a large system, each individual small node or grid functions independently, where it can balance and share with each other, reducing the amount of breakpoints that cause cascading failures. Because that's what we see in our current grid sometimes. A tree limb falls, or a squirrel gets in a transformer, and we end up with this daisy chain effect that knocks out all of the eastern sea. With smart grids, that stuff doesn't happen. These little micro smart grids have computer learning or machine learning, not AI. They don't take off and do their own thing, but they learn our habits and try to create a better way to reduce consumption. Smart thermostats do that, smart water heaters, appliances. I have a lot of those. And when they install what's called a smart meter to your house, at some point those will start communicating with each other. Our current grid is old. Like really old. Like Edison and Tesla fighting old. It is just three interconnected pieces, the east, the west, and a Texas circuit. And it is fragile. Very, very fragile. Three fragile grids hooked to each other. Very susceptible to those cascading failures. What if we just had millions of microgrids? Little air, little areas working together. Houses with solar power feeding back into them. Local sources, local clean sources like solar, wind, tidal, hydrogen fuel. And for a while, some fossil fuels will be, will be in that system. But they'll balance way easier. Picture grid paper. And every one of those squares is its own energy sector. Well, if you interrupt one square, a bunch of squares can compensate. That's how these systems work, and it works off machine learning, so it moves very quickly. You might just see a blink of power go out and right back on, because it's already compensated for it. That's not what we get these days. Sometimes when the power goes out, it goes out for days. And that's not great. Some people, most people, need electricity. These small, interconnected networks function with machine learning to balance themselves. So when there is damage, it's only a small area. Matter of fact, it might not even be residential. It may compensate and resolve that for you. Because a lot of times, it's interconnected areas or transformers that are damaged, knocking out full sections, and this would just bypass and compensate by going around. These smart systems would work together to reduce your bill. And I know a lot of people kind of freak out about that. 
that means they don't have control of their usage. Is this going to make it so that my air conditioner can't get low enough to help me be comfortable? No, not necessarily. It may, but it's going to do that when it's 110 degrees outside. Sometimes as a community, we have to work together so that we're all okay. And if that means one or two days a year, we can't knock the house down to 68, well, then I guess 74 it is. We will live. Because in the winter time, we'd have been really stoked with 74. So these smart systems will continue to balance everything out and allow things to work harder when we're all sleeping. Because right now, at least in Michigan, we've been informed that energy use between 1 and 7 p.m. will cost half as much as it used to. So 150%. So half as much more. I said that wrong. So another 50% tacked on top. If I run the air conditioners in the house and I have everybody home because, you know, with COVID, most of us are home, our energy bill goes way up. But if the house and the smart meter and all my smart appliances work together, it can transfer some of that to the cheaper time of the day. And I won't even notice. And that's the goal of microgrids and smart management, where we don't even know it's changed. It's just balancing it to help our electrical system overall you know, for everyone. Keep in mind, today, our electrical grid is dangerously fragile. It is consistently said it's a target for terrorism, but squirrels can take it out. I think we need to worry about how fragile it is as an item, not just because it can be taken out by terrorists, but it can be taken out by itself. Sometimes it just overloads from solar flares or anything else. This is an old system where too many people rely on electricity. We need it to stay warm in the winter, especially up here in these colder states, or cool in the summer, like down in Texas. Temperatures during climate change swing so drastically, we can't necessarily adapt to them like we used to. Instead of areas getting to 90, they're getting to 100 and 110. And when it's cold, it used to drop down to just below freezing. Now we're seeing a lot of days where it's in the negatives. As climate continues to sway and continues to assault us, we have to balance our energy use to defend ourselves because there's too many people out there who rely on it. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this short, and I'm not talking about energy far too often, but It is important. We have to balance that energy so that we can really keep the grid functioning. And we have to talk to politicians about fixing our grid, or we're going to see a lot more dark days. Thanks for listening. If you get an opportunity, share this with a friend or on social media. That exposure helps out tremendously. If you can't do that or just don't want to, that's cool. Leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform. Again, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. If you have the desire to be sustainable but are unsure of what can go in the recycling bin or you're constantly forgetting the reusable grocery bags, check out Starting Sustainability, the podcast. 
Don't be frustrated or confused anymore. Starting Sustainability was created to help those beginning their sustainable journey. Each week, we give ideas on simple concepts you can easily incorporate into your current lifestyle. We also share stories of what works and what doesn't, so you don't have to waste your time and money. Check out Starting Sustainability, available everywhere you listen to podcasts.